in a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Welcome back to the Soulful Leader Podcast. This is Marin, and I'm here with Stephanie. And I had a very interesting thing happen this week that is completely around soulful leadership. So I wanted to share that with you. I, I've been running my own business for so many years that I don't often run into leadership issues except for with clients. And this was my own little, like I ran right into a brick wall of leadership issues. And it was around, it really, for me, it came down to either willful ignorance or lack of integrity or I'm not even sure. It's so interesting. So what happened was um, I was I was looking into potentially running a, a, a small chapter of something and in taking over something that someone else was doing in the area. And I knew that she was done with whatever she was doing and and we were looking at possibly partnering or you know doing something together. And so I talked to uh, the person who's her boss. And her boss outright said to me, nope, she is not leaving and she is not uh, interested in partnering with you. So she was speaking for her. She was speaking for her. And I, when, when that happens, I just was kind of nonplussed, like, okay, what do you say to that? Because I've talked directly to the woman herself who says, yes. I'd like to partner with you. And yes, I don't want to continue this on my own. And then I talked to the boss who says, nope, she wants to continue it on her own, doesn't want to partner with you. And I'm like, interesting. Yeah, because you're not going to be that type of person that says, well, I was just talking to so-and-so and and she said this and she said that. Because that would be more in gossip and out of integrity (sighs) as well, right? Completely. So a moment of just taking a back and going, okay, I'm going to pause here for a minute. And take this in. What am I hearing? What am I feeling? What's really going on and what wants to happen? What, yes, for me, it's what's my role in this? Because it's not mine to call somebody on something like that. Like, whatever agenda the leader, the boss has, that's their agenda. And what was important for me was, okay, so if I partner with this person, that's going to be my boss too. Exactly. That is someone that you're going to be accountable to. Mm -hmm. And what kind of leader, I I think the question is there too, is like, if we look at it, it's like, what kind of leader do we want to lead us? What Mm. are their qualities? What, what is their essence? And ultimately Obviously, we don't want to always put it outside ourselves, but we need to also bring it inside ourselves and saying, okay, where do I need to practice that with myself right now? Mm. 
And, you know, I'm, I'm saying we're saying this as leaders in the way of organizations or companies or different things, but leaders in families, leaders in, you know, teachers, leaders, whatever. It's like we often want someone else to fix it for us. And therefore, then we create a leader that doesn't listen, that controls and commands, and there's no space for really being heard or really creating a space for the pause to what wants to happen. And that's interesting you say that because there, my initial response was sit with it. You know, I was, I was on the phone with her and I went, interesting. Okay. And there was a moment of do, do I, do I call her on this? Nope. Not mine to do. So I was checking in with myself of like, nope, that's not mine to do. And so what is my role here? And I really had to take some time out and oftentimes- Or time in. Or time in. (laughs) I think that we are asked to be in places that may not feel like they're in, in, in the same alignment with our values or out of, they feel out of alignment with where we want to go. So obviously we're here talking about the soulful leaders, soulful leadership, and we're doing the soulful leader podcast. We're into year three. This is really important to me, right? This is a passion of my life. And spirit gave me this little like red flag, a little like, Hey, do you want this gift? And so I was like, yeah, I want that gift. What is that gift offering me? Mm-hmm. Is it that I'm meant to step into this and and be in a place that's out of its own integrity? Am, am I bringing my own resonance and what I know into that space? And I sat with that and I went, no, that's not it. And what I really came to was what you were just saying of what is the part of me that's either outright lying to myself or in denial. Yes. In denial. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how interesting is that? Because there are definitely places where I tell myself, oh, it's okay because I will get X, Y, or Z. It's okay if I tell this little white lie because it mm-hmm. will allow me to get X, Y, or Z, and I deserve X, Y, or Z. And that was what showed up for me of like, oh, okay. So I can look at that, not from a shame or blame, or it really did feel like a little nugget, a little like, hey, do you want to go deeper onto this from the universe? And that's what I'm hearing from you, Marin, is that you took the time to go inward. You didn't just reject or project or, you know, seriously, you took the time to go inward and say, okay, what wants to happen, spirit? I'm willing to step out of my comfort zone and into a place that you are asking me to step into if it's your will for me. Instead of egotistically saying, I got this, I can make this happen. I've got great processes. I've got great ideas. And because then you're just matching the very person that you were talking to that, you know, that's the projection, right? It's like, or I guess what we're talking here too, is really about the shadow in leadership, the shadow in ourselves, because when we don't 
look inside, we will put it outside on other people. Yeah. And we're so conditioned that if it's not comfortable, if it doesn't happen easily or effortlessly, then it's not meant to be. And that's a bunch of shit. That's crap. It's crap because there are times you're going to be actually step out of your comfort zone and actually be annihilated. Annihilated. And what I'm saying is that what is the annihilation is the ego. Hmm. And it's also an option, an opportunity and an option to actually become illuminated in the way of understanding going, oh, that's what's happening. That's what we're doing. So what I hear you saying is so often it's important for us to be right. Mm. Well, that's what and, we're trained to be, right? The answers yeah. have to be right. You got to do the right thing. If you're not doing the right thing, you're going to go to hell in a handbasket. You know, it's like, what is that? That That's so unkind. And we do it to ourselves and then we put it out there into the universe. So we do that ourselves and we, we think to ourselves because we were trained, I have to be right. And then we need to prove to other people that we were right. And that was one of the things, that's where I feel for myself, like I've made a lot of growth and progress is because I didn't need to prove to this boss that I was right and I knew what I was talking about and I'm good enough. And I, I was, I was able to just, you know, we've mentioned this before on the podcast that our, our spiritual teacher has a saying and he says, hmm, interesting creation, not good, bad, not right, wrong, not, you know, like nothing. It just is, well, that's interesting. And yeah. so when, when she said that to me and I was like, well, that's not, what I understood, and that's not mine to say. So I'm just going to, inside my own little head, go interesting creation and breathe into that. So I think what I'm hearing you invite and what you practice in your process was to got, not to go into reaction, yeah. not to polarize it, but to actually feel it, be present with it, and let it move through you to, to clear the way for clarity for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a real key in leadership or in relationship or even with ourselves. It's like if we are triggered, fired up, you know, we tend to the fight or flight response, yeah. right? We want to like dive in and fix it and force it and control it and manipulate it. Or we run away and we just go, ah, yeah, I'm not dealing with that. And we go into denial. It's like, yeah, I don't need to, I don't need to be in that kind of environment. I don't need to be in that kind of relationship. I don't need to do that. But yet, neither one of those, those are polar. Those are polar. Instead of saying, what if the universe is saying, actually, yes, you you do need to step into this because it's going to transform something in you. Right. And in that transformation, the illumination, it becomes the antidote. Not what you do, it's who you become through right. it. And how you are within yourself. And that's what I'm hearing you saying is that you are very inward with yourself with love and kindness and curiosity and wonder. Hmm, I wonder what this is about. And I want to point out that this is exciting to me because it doesn't just happen. And this is something that I've been working towards for a long time. And what I started this whole thing with was soulful. It is soulful leadership is everything to me. And this to me was 
a witness of what I am potentially capable of through the work that I've done. And so as the reason I bring it up as an example for our listeners is that it's not something that just happens. You got to practice it. Mm-hmm. You do practice it. And part of a, a lot of our listeners, part of your practice, because you listen to us every week, part of your practice is what we're bringing to you. And so know that you are actually in a practice when you're listening to us every week, just like we work with our coaches every week. And so there is progress that we're all making together. And that's what I see. And I see it out there in the world too. So that's where it's like this multiple prong excitement for me right now. <laughs> so there's a, I love that because as being a practice and being present to that, that it isn't always something that you have to do, even though part of it is an action, but it's more the internal action, isn't it? Mm. And and what's bringing up for me is looking at that quality of will, the willpower, and the will, like the willfulness and the willing. <laughs> and they're very different. If I think of willfulness, and I can completely <laughs> acknowledge of where I've just been, like I say, head down, butt up, just plow through, right? Make shit happen. And how that creates such enormous waves, tidal waves of emotion, of chaos, of catastrophes, in in a lot of ways, it's a very unkind, both to myself and to those who are in the wake that I am like creating. Right. And we don't think about that way. We don't think about it another way. And it's like, we're just so focused on that outcome. We're so focused on that result and that that is the only way it's going to happen. And you know, when we're young, and when I say young, when I say like teenagers, early 20s you've got so much life force you have so much will like think take any teenager it's like yeah right make me <laughs> you can't make me they there's so much will and that's such a power but to refine it in the way of willingness which is about love and not just about love in the way of people pleasing other people i'm talking about love for yourself and love knowing that you are loved for something greater that something greater, whether you believe in God or the universe or spirit, whatever name you put to it, but that there's something that has your back that is maybe asking you to do something very uncomfortable because of love and for love. And you often think of that saying, where there's a will, there's a way. And I know myself, my old self would say, oh yeah, well, there's my head down, butt up, just keep going versus changing the word for will to love. Where there's love, there's a way. And loving, like, it's the win-win-win. If I loved myself, how would I be in this? And, and, not a but, but an and, if I love this other person. And I love the container that it's in or the organization or the family or whatever it is from a deeper place, what, what wants to happen? So I want to give an example of that in this particular using this. So mm-hmm. thinking about it from a boss perspective, I am that boss that has a willfulness. And I know that this particular company is interested in growing exponentially right now. And they are more than likely in that head down, butt up at oftentimes we say at any cost. 
Mm. And that's the wake that you're talking about. We don't realize the wake. What are the costs there to other people and also to ourselves? Mm-hmm. And so this particular boss right now, she is in this mode of, you know, like grow the company at any cost. And if that means that, you know, whatever that looks like to her telling a little white lie here or there, or being willfully ignorant in like, well, I, I didn't hear that she wanted to continue, whatever it was, whatever the story was that came out as what seemed like a, an outright lie to me. Doing it from a willingness place of a soulful leader place, having that conversation of being honest and saying one option, and I don't know where they are as businesses, as you know, I can always only look at it from my own perspective. If I were that boss, an option for me would have been to say, honestly, hey, we're looking at growing exponentially right now. And right now is not a good time for us to bring on partners. And so I don't think that you're a good fit for us right now. Yeah. Having the hard conversation. Great. Being being honest, being vulnerable. Now I feel heard. Now you've been honest and we can go forward in a compatible way. Plus it builds trust. It builds trust. And then in in the future, if there was a place for me, now there's an option. Whereas at this point, I realized that's not an organization that I want to work with. And so did the other woman. And now they're losing two amazing leaders. And that may be something that they actually wanted. I don't know. And if it's not, it's an unintentional consequence. It's It's that wake that they're leaving behind. And unfortunately, it left a bad taste in my mouth and something that that woman will have to, you know, address inside of herself for herself. That's not mine. Right. And just looking at my own stuff Um, and looking at it from the perspective of how do I want to run my businesses and how do I want to be in business? And for all of my clients, what is this? How is what is this informing me? How is this helping me to help them as well? So what I'm hearing too, is that part of really self-focusing in the way of going, okay, what is mine to do? And what, what would be the highest, most possible unfolding of this vision or mission or ideal? You know, that takes consideration, consideration of everybody. And what your experience, what I hear is basically somebody who's got their blinders on in denial and just is really focused and not able to really articulate from a deeper place of soulfulness as to what's really going on for whatever, whatever reasons, you know, control, fear of the unknown, all those different things. Or they might have, you know, certain targets they have to meet or whatever it is. Right. So this can be totally in, in life when we just go, Oh, I'm so afraid I haven't got it all figured out. And I don't want anyone to know this, which of course, by the way, now you're just wearing it all over the place and you're, you know, people can smell it a mile away, you know? Right. So it's like, forget it. You might as well just be honest, tell the truth, right? Be upfront. Or you go the other extreme and I'm going to talk about people pleasing here again, because I've just had recently in the last couple of weeks of many of my clients who are amazing soulful leaders, who again are now in a situation where they're 
health is dictating to them to say, it's time for you to step away from what you're doing. And it's two years before their retirement. So they're not going to get their full pension plan or they're not going to get their full whatever, or they're not, they don't know what else they're going to do with their time and they're scared. And, and yet their health is saying, if you do not take time for yourself right now, there won't be a you in two years time. And the only reason you're staying for two years time is so that you have those benefits and those, you know, the, the golden handcuffs, right? You have that, that full income so that you can then have pass on an inheritance to your family. But if you're not here, your family would rather have you. Exactly. And I said, and why are we putting in the future again, you know, why are we putting in this future that we're catastrophizing the future? And you, you, you don't even know what's going to happen in the future. How do you know that? And that's the billions of dollars of marketing that is doing that to us. Fear mongering yes. is what it is. It's like, where do we undervalue ourselves and saying, you know what? I said this to one of my clients last week. I said, you're amazing. You have so many gifts and strengths and passions and love. Like, do you honestly, truly believe you would not be able to live or survive? Like, really? Like, be honest with me. And she's like, oh, gosh, no, of course not. I'm like, so don't undervalue yourself. And if you stayed two more years, what's that going to do to your health mentally? Not just physical. I'm talking mental, emotional, spiritual. It's, it's going to deplete you. There's that wave, that wake that now it's like, what, you, you know, you're going to be, you're going to get, wait till a massive heart attack or for you to take you out to give you permission. Why do we do that? I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've gone through things like that too. And then again, I always say, what if this was happening for you? To take the time. So the very person who was asking me that question, I love her because she has a lot of great processes and practices for mental health and well-being. She's very, very adept. And she had asked me, she said, so what should I do, Stephanie? <laughs> and I'm like, you're asking me? You've got more than I have. Like I said, I, I think that's what we do. We ask somebody outside us. I know we want to reflect, but we have the answers inside. So I turned it around and I said, well, you know, you, you've got all these skills. What would you tell yourself? If you sat with yourself, the loving self, not the critical, self-judging leader inside yourself. I'm talking about the loving, kind, empowering leader who recognizes your gifts, your strengths, your values, your passions, who has amazing skills and tools. You talk to her. What would she say to you? That's the one you want to presence. And we tend to deny that when we tend to reject that one. And so when we're talking of soulful leader, it's not just about what we're seeing in the world, because that is the mirror. It's like, have you developed the internal soulful leader mm. enough to be able to have counsel inside yourself and to have a way and practices and processes to really presence her? Because that's what's going to be needed in the unfolding days of our lives coming forth. It's not the same old, same old. We're no longer the old way. There is a new normal and we get to create from the front of the wave instead of being recycled from the crash of the, of the wave, the tidal wave that, you know, has been happening for, for a century, essentially. Yeah. Grab your surfboard. It's time to surf. I love that. And I know that our soulful leaders are at the front of their waves and it may not feel like it. And sometimes we feel like we're, we're under the wave. <laughs> <laughs> or we're out there all by ourselves, you know, we're right. lonely. 
And we're together on this. We are. We're all together on this. So I love that exercise. And thank you for that. We will continue this conversation because I think that there's a lot more of this type of thing that's happening out there than I realized. (laughs) And that may be one of the gifts that was given to me in that conversation. So as you find yourselves in those challenging moments in your work life or in your personal life, take a moment, breathe, and recognize that there's love. And if you came from that loving space, what what might unfold differently? Thanks so much for chatting with us. Remember that on our website, we do have five easy steps for tapping into your divine DNA. It's a freebie if you wanted to be on our email list. And you can also find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at The Soulful Leaders. We'll chat with you all next week. And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.